This is On Location. I'm Tim Leitner. Today's edition comes to you on location from New York, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Alaska. But first, On Location is produced by the NCA Communications Committee with special production assistance from Joe Manlin and me. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, Breaker, iHeartRadio, and Radio Public, among others. So subscribe today on your favorite podcast service and tell all your friends. Tim Leitner with Alaska Child Support and Pat O'Donnell with Young Williams co-host today's episode. They welcome Margot Bean and Connie Chesnick, co-chairs of the 2023 NCIA Policy Forum. They have a conversation about being tasked with this opportunity, this year's conference theme, and the benefits of attending the Policy Forum. They also give some teasers of what to expect this year, who will be attending from the Hill, and what are the don't miss events. For those traveling to DC, they also give some suggestions of what to see while in the area, and they share some of their favorite restaurants. It's going to be a great show, so stick around, and we'll be right back. Well, we are back with another edition of your NCIA On Location podcast, coming to you from New York, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Alaska. Coast to coast, we're getting excited as the days begin getting longer, and we're nearly ready for this year's annual migration to Washington, D.C. for the NCIA Policy Forum. I'm Tim Leitner, and I'm with the Alaska Child Support Services Division in Anchorage, Alaska. With me today is my co-host and colleague, Pat O'Donnell. Pat? Thank you, Tim, and thank you for inviting me to join. I'm with Young Williams, and I lead our payment processing business, and I'm based in Chicago, Illinois. We're so pleased to have the in the virtual on-location studio our co-hosts for the 2023 NCA Policy Forum. These should be no strangers to most of you, Margot Bean and Connie Chesnick. Margot and Connie, I'd like to ask each of you to introduce yourselves, let us know where you're from, and maybe something fun about you. So Margot, do you want to start us off? Yeah, hi, I'm Margot Bean. I have worked with Deloitte Consulting for a little over 13 and a half years after a long child support career leading state and federal child support programs. I live in Niskayuna, New York, and a fun fact is that I live in the house that I grew up in. And hi, I'm Connie Chesnick. I am the administrator of the Division of Family and Economic Security in the Wisconsin Department of Children and Families. I have been in child support for many years. And a fun fact, I guess, about me right now is after uh, waiting a very long time, I am about to become a grandmother. And so when I'm not planning policy forums, I'm planning baby showers. So. That is awesome. Congratulations, Connie. 
So how did you get connected and asked to represent and be the planning committee for the policy forum? In other words, how did you get this gig? So last year uh, for the 2022 policy forum, we were asked by then NCA President Lori Bankston if we would co-chair the policy forum. And Margo and I were both members, uh, are still both members of the NCA board of directors. Uh, we were a little bit intimidated uh, by the request because we were filling big shoes. Janine Moore and Aaron Frisch had done a wonderful job the previous year and set the bar really high. The forum that focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we found that during our planning last year that we worked really quite well together and we enjoyed it. I think the policy forum turned out really well. The committee members that we had were phenomenal and the plenaries were impactful last year. So this year, President Jim Fleming must have decided not to split us up, uh, not to split up this winning team because he asked us to co-chair again. Well, absolutely. I concur. This is such a winning team and such a such a great leadership role for y'all. So I've got to ask, NCA has two conferences each year, the Policy Forum and the Leadership Symposium. And of course, Orixa and Wixic have their professional conferences and some states, tribes, counties have others. What are the benefits of attending the NCA 2023 Policy Forum? So they're obviously both the Policy Forum and Leadership Symposium are great networking opportunities, but they are uh, there are differences. The Policy Forum is really an opportunity for people to come together to hear what's new, what innovations are taking place, what legislation is being contemplated, things that are happening at the federal, state, and local levels. Leadership Symposium is a professional development opportunity for people to come together to share tips and ideas on management and operations, basically an opportunity to nurture future leaders in the child support program. I think people attending this year's policy forum will see us building on the policy forums from the last couple of years, continuing to incorporate principles of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and focusing on the changes and the, the cultural evolution that we're seeing in the child support program. Margo? Yeah, thank you. Uh, so I was a, a child support director, 4D director in both Guam and, and New York State. And then, of course, I was the federal commissioner. And I found that the policy forum, as Connie said, was the, the premier conference to go to to have those intense policy discussions because it's a policy focus. And there are in the plenary sessions coming up some things that states have done programmatically, but it's in the context of the policy and what the policy is, how the policy changes, those kinds of things. The final thing is that the policy forum as a 4D director particularly was where most of the 4D directors would come to. More would come to that than any other conference uh, across the country. And it was a great place to all get together to talk about policy. So what is this year's conference theme and where did it come from? So the theme for this year's conference is engagement, delivering quality services with a passion for helping families. We did the same thing that we did last year in planning this policy forum. Margo and I reached out to uh, Jim Fleming, who is the current NCA president, to see what his vision for the program was. And one of the things we talked a lot about is the fact that we are switching more to a focus on uh, engagement in our program, but we're still all about enforcement and enforcing child support orders. It's just how do we do it in a way that helps families? And Jim really wanted to see that be a focus for this year's policy forum. And I think we've built sessions around that theme 
that will be really helpful to child support professionals around the country as they move along with us in, in this evolution. What are some of the focus areas that are highlighted in the NCA Policy and Government Relations Committee legislative proposal? I know it's a far-reaching set of recommendations. Would love to hear your take on it. Sure, I'll take that to begin with. So the, the I think this title says this all, and it's Dream Big, NCA's 2023 Legislative Proposal to Congress. This is going to be a session that actually combines the legislative proposal along with we're going to have people from the Hill that will be either responding to, the, to that or also talking about what's happening within Congress. So it'll be a really uh, incredible, a, a great session. NCA has a lot of resolutions and policy papers, so I encourage you, the members to go on and look at those and read those before you come to the policy forum, because the legislative proposal builds off of a lot of those resolutions and the policy papers and is really looking, um, as Connie said, is more around how are we going to engage customers? How are we going to move the program forward? Can we really dream big? So some things that that stand out are reforms and changes to TANIS recovery. So that's having full pass rate and that would be disregarded. So that would be change, changing whether, are we going to recover TANF money or not? The performance measures, as you know, the five federal performance measures have been in existence for over 20 years. That's a long time. And there's a whole wealth of history of how the performance measures have changed over time. And most states have, have improved and the performance measures, even though they've improved, performance measures are not you know, all at the, at the 80% that they should be. But this will be a, an interesting proposal or conversation around what would change within those five measures and how would it change and how would that impact what's happening in states now. And then finally, a, a conversation around program funding. So there's a lot of things that the child support program, NCA in particular, we're, we're dreaming of, which is how do we better incorporate employment uh, programs for non-custodial parents, sort of all those things that we've proven that help with child support payments, but we're not allowed to have federal money being paid for it. So those are just some teasers. There's a lot more that will be discussed. Connie, anything to add? Just that it's it's very exciting. I think NCA really wanted to be proactive rather than reactive in responding to legislation uh, to, to actually be able to introduce or seek to introduce legislation uh, ourselves that would uh, continue to help to move the program forward. And I agree with Margo, it would be helpful for people to take a look at some of the NCA resolutions in advance so that we can have an active discussion and uh, people will actually have an opportunity to participate in the, the policymaking and, and potential future legislation. Well, thank you both for your comments. It sounds like a wonderful session and a real opportunity to engage with your, your thoughts and your recommendations as part of the child support community. So moving on to our next topic, independent contractor income could be a really important contributor to child support and also family economic stability. Can you whet our appetite a little bit around what steps are being considered to consistently identify income and authorize wage withholding? Well, this is a piece of the proposed legislation that we were just talking about. Uh, that's a big deal right now. There are a lot of people working in that economy and uh, we're looking at uh, potential legislation that would require employers to report names and social security numbers of people that would uh, meet the definition of an independent contractor to the directory of new hires. So just one of, of many pieces in, in that legislative package. Thank you. 
So we spend a lot of time on Section 1115 grants, specifically special improvement project grants and waiver demonstration highlights. And I know that we're going to talk about some of those during the policy forum. Are there any projects that really stand out to you as being exemplary? Oh, that's a broad question, Pat. And uh, to answer it, I'll say that that definitely I'm looking forward to this this session that is going to be talking about the 1115 grants and waivers. Back when I was in New York State, we participated in the very first fatherhood 1115, and it was really quite quite eye opening. This session is going to be a history, in part, a history of those 1115 SIPs, et cetera, over the past 20 years or so to see how have we evolved and, and what has happened. Uh, Michael Hayes from OCAC will lead that uh, that overview. He's also going to talk a little bit about the SAVES grant, which is around domestic violence. Is something that's going on really important and um, domestic violence is such a, a crucial issue for, for the child support programs to be able to sure that we can handle custodial parents and non-custodial parents violence issues very well. The other thing that, that really stand out are we have uh, speakers that are going to talk about three um, separate pro- programs, the PJAC, the procedural justice programs, uh, which of course are always good, the uh, digital marketing and BICS behavioral interventions. Colorado is, has, is going to talk about both of those. And then in South Carolina, we've got the CSPED, which is the most recent demonstrations that are focusing on the employment services and support for non-custodial parents. And I think that the CSPED are a particularly important because of the employment services for NCP's legislation that NC is is pursuing. Great. Thank you, Margot. So every year, the Policy Forum has guests from the Hill, something that I look forward to. Can you tell us who to expect? Any idea what they'll be talking about? Can you just give us a little bit of a, um, a heads up? Well, we are very excited, first of all, to have Commissioner Gray uh, joining us. Uh, she's actually going to be participating in both our opening plenary and in another session uh, during the policy forum. She is going to be joined during the opening plenary by Assistant Secretary January Contreras. So we're looking forward to uh, the keynote that uh, Commissioner Gray will be delivering, reflecting both on past accomplishments in the, in the last year and, and what she's looking forward to in the future. As we've uh, talked about, our legislative session is going to uh, be talking about NCA's legislative package, and we are planning to be joined by some congressional staffers in that session who will provide their input on you know, chances for this legislation and what they see moving forward. So uh, that should be a lively session, and we're looking forward to it. So how will the perspectives of tribal members, uh, the diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts, and external partners be included in the conference agenda? So we've made a very conscious attempt throughout the planning of, of the policy forum to make sure that all of our sessions incorporate diversity, equity, and inclusion principles and address tribal perspectives. Uh, we actually had uh, Sandy Clore from the National Tribal Child Support Directors Association serve as a consultant on the panel to, to work with each of our committees to ensure that the tribal voice was included um, in each of our sessions. A number of the sessions will include mentee polling that will um, target questions related to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, you'll see that the subject matter on a number of those sessions delves into principles of equity and inclusion. 
and we're really looking forward on building on the discussions that we've had in the past couple of years. We do have one plenary specifically devoted to looking at actionable steps that some states have taken. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot in the past about building awareness and learning more about how to be more equitable and in inclusive in our service delivery. Um, now we're going to have an opportunity to hear from some states who've actually taken some steps in that direction and hopefully we'll provide some good takeaways for attendees at the policy forum. Great. Thank you so much, Connie. This next question is kind of near and dear to my heart because it speaks to collaborations intended to bring a full suite of services to families. And I know there's a, an active collaboration between the American Public Human Services Association, the National Conference of Child Support Directors, and NSEA to be sure that the entire needs of the family are looked at through a single lens. And while we have a ways to go on that, there's certainly some great steps in progress. Are there any particular headlines you can share about what's happening and what to expect from that session? Yeah, I, th I think the, the major headlines without taking the thunder away from, from what is going to be presented is that the, the three groups that you mentioned have all been meeting together in several at several meetings uh, within H APHSA, within NCCSD, and uh, within NCIA as well. And as with any any initiative, those meetings are taking fruit, identifying where child support and the economic stability agencies are not necessarily on the same page or have policies that hurt each other and are basically putting the NCP and the CP at the center of it and trying not to hurt them, but to actually help the entire family. One thing that we had done last year is we had heard from uh, custodial parents and non-custodial parents in a session, and they will be in this session as well. One non-custodial parent, one custodial parent that have been in this journey along with APHSA and NCCSD and child support. So they will be very vocal and very articulate about how they feel and what exactly is happening to them and how it can be made better. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a powerful session coming up. And not to steal any thunder, that is a, a must attend, I think. And, you know, Connie and Marco, I can't deny I have taken and gotten a sneak peek at your article in the CSQ about a preview for the policy forum. So that's a little shameless plug for the CSQ coming up. So I've got to say, you've said that the policy forum attendees will not want to miss the final Saturday morning program. Can you tell us what the final plenary session is and why is it that it's a don't miss event? So we have two interactive sessions scheduled for Saturday morning. The first is on the benefits of debt compromise. OCSC released an informational memorandum last year addressing the benefits of debt compromise. Uh, we know that a large part of our participant population is low income and as large arrearages are accrued, it discourages people from engaging with the program and a number of states have looked at different ways of uh, debt compromise. And so we want to bring some of those states to the table to let attendees know what they're doing, how it's worked, how in some instances it's actually started payments up from people where we may not have been seeing any payments for some time. So hopefully that will provide some good takeaways for attendees at the policy forum. We also have a session that we'll be discussing our declining caseloads. Uh, even though our caseloads are going down across the country, we're seeing uh, improvements in our performance. And so we wanna talk about what's happening, why that's happening, what we can do to encourage more engagement in the program and make sure that we're serving the people who need our help. So 
you definitely don't want to miss the Saturday morning sessions. So in addition to uh, what Connie said, the final session is going to have the preliminary findings about the National Child Support Market Research Survey. And that is a survey that targeted single adults who are parents of children under 18 that have a child support order to learn how they know and feel about the child support program. I am really looking forward to the results of that survey because we think we know what they're feeling, but they're not in the program, so we, we don't really know for sure. It's also, as Connie said, going to be very interactive. There's going to be Mentimeter polls left and right, so you can uh, we want interaction from the audience to talk about what they're doing. But we've got child support directors, Barbara Lucina from Virginia, David Kilgore from California, and they're going to be very engaging about what they're doing in their states, and there might even be some videos involved. So don't, don't run away and get on your flight before you see this lesson. Awesome. You know, I got to say too that uh, for for folks like me, that's a good reminder to take and make sure that I've got Mentimeter back on my on my phone before we get uh, before we get to DC. So let's recap. So the 2023 NCA policy form is being held when and where, how many plenaries, and any idea how many are registered for this event? Well, we actually have uh, information hot off the press on that one. The policy forum is being held uh, this year, February 2nd through the 4th at the JW Marriott in Washington, DC. Uh, we have 10 plenaries scheduled and we are going once again this year with an all plenary format so that we could offer a hybrid conference for both uh, in-person and virtual attendees. As of this afternoon, we have 429 in-person registrants and 219 virtual registrants. So, it will be a well-attended conference, and we really appreciate the opportunity to offer that, that hybrid. That's a great attendance. Lots of interaction, lots of opportunities there. That's wonderful. So moving on to the, if you have any time for fun, do you have any recommendations for what to see, what to do, and most importantly, where to eat in D.C.? So I'll take that first. Uh, I was fortunate enough to live in D.C. for three and a half years, and I get to visit it a lot right now as well. If you've not been to the American Indian Museum, it's a must. It's, it's just uh, and it's an experience to, to truly enjoy it or to get the benefits of it. You should spend at least half a day, if not the whole day there. Also, the National Portrait Gallery is really fun as well. Currently, I love an Indian restaurant named Rainia, uh, which is really uh, authentic uh, Indian and just a wonderful place. And I just have to echo Margot on the American Indian Museum. It's also literally next door to the hotel. It's very close and it is absolutely wonderful. So I, I would emphasize that as well. I will mention a place I love to go to in DC and they actually have a couple locations. It's called Bus Boys and Poets. It mm -hmm. has a very large menu that offers both vegan and vegetarian options. But what's really great about it is it's a place that is intended to inspire social change. Uh, they have a bookstore attached to the restaurant where you can get all kinds of great reading material and enjoy a great meal at the same time. Sounds great. So, you know, it's going to be a great event and a great place to be, the NCA 2023 Policy Forum. So we want to thank our guest, Margot Bean and Connie Chesnick, for stopping by today and getting us excited and sharing what to expect. We also want to thank you and your committee for your hard work and wish you much success. We hope to see many of you, our listeners in DC, in a couple short weeks. I'm Tim Leitner. And I'm Pat O'Donnell. 
And we'd like to thank Margot and Connie and all of you who are listening to this podcast. This is NC On Location. Thank you. On Location is available on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and anywhere you get your podcasts. We have a lot of great episodes on the way, so be sure to subscribe and listen to all of our previous episodes as well. We also appreciate your readings, your feedback, your comments, and your suggestions. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to us on the contact link on our website. On Location is a production of the NCO Communications Committee with special production assistance from Joe Manlin and me. Thanks again for joining me. I'm Tim Leitner, and this has been On Location. <laughs>